to all our dads out there and hello to all our moms. Welcome to another episode of the Fade You podcast. This is our Wednesday college football episode. We are recording on Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Thanks for listening to the pod. Thanks for checking us out. If you're a first time listener, we're going to try to give you guys some some good advice here for the upcoming college football weekend. Uh, We do three shows a week. We do a Monday weekend recap. We do a Wednesday college football preview and then a Friday NFL preview. My name is Matthew James, and I've got most of the dads here tonight. I've got Kmart here. He's getting ready for a big trip. I've got Neil here. I've got Chris Duke here. And Chris, we need to have everybody uh, say a prayer and chug a beer for Joe's lymph nodes. Our dad's (laughs) hurt. Our dad's hurting. Our dad's got to figure something out. I guess he's got antibiotics, but... uh... (laughs) Yeah, I guess he can't speak very well. I don't know. Maybe it was too much cog this weekend. <laughs> well, Joe, I know Joe's going to listen to this, so we hope you get better soon, Dad. We need you. Uh, we need you for Friday. He's the one guy that can actually pick winners on this fucking podcast in the NFL. Joe's nineteen and eleven, and the rest of us can't even sniff five hundred. So good for uh, good for us. But we're talking college football today, and. I think we should start with one that is just an absolute nemesis. Chris, before we get into any picks, before we get into any smelling lines, before we get into any poop, I know that Fade Den is going to be on Wisconsin this weekend. I know that. I've made peace with it. I lost sleep over it last night. But I can't bet them. I can't do it. We've lost so much fucking money betting Wisconsin. The shitty Badgers. Every time Dennis is... Anytime Dennis is on them, they win. And anytime Dennis is against them and we have to take them, they lose. So what the hell am I supposed to think of this Wisconsin game this weekend? I mean, it's basically the same as the game tonight. We had to fade fucking Coastal Carolina against Kansas. We had to fade them last week against Arc State, get our ass kicked. We're fading them tonight against App State. They're getting their ass kicked. I mean, it's just free money, dude. All he does is just find the free money teams, right? So. I don't know. I mean, that's it's just a perfect a storm. Uh, we were on – Den was on Iowa last week. We faded him. Purdue wins outright. You know he's going to overreact, see that Purdue win. They're laying a baby little number. Uh, now as a ranked team, we love to fade those barely ranked teams. I, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to still – I have to because I don't pick and choose, but you can do what you want, Dad. Neil, I just – I hate them. I don't know what to do with this. Like, it's the right side. I mean, it's like Chris said, it's barely ranked Purdue. It's underachieving Wisconsin. The line is probably the line for a reason. But fuck, what are we supposed to think here? What, what do we do with this Wisconsin team? I I don't know. And I, I think I get one where you have so many that play with your emotions that you just want to say F them and just leave them alone forever. Um the market, the market still likes them. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Kyle, whether we're talking college or talking NFL, I mean, when teams burn you so many times, I mean, Neil's exactly right. It's, it just makes it really hard 
to go back to the well, even when the rational part of your brain is like, this is the right side. Like I have to do it, but it's like, fuck, how much money are you willing to lose on one stupid team? Yeah. I mean, my thought was probably with you the other day with oh, Wisconsin's the right side. And then I'm like, you know, Dennis is going to bet this game. I can't touch this. So then, then I bet the under because both offenses are pretty inept. Both have a pretty good defense. Got it at 40. So watch it go 41. <laughs> That's, I just, I just see something crazy happening, but you know, I, I took the under in that just as a, I, I don't want to take a side. It'll probably be 21-20. Some bullshit like that. It'll go over. So, I don't know. Team Fade Den, stay tuned. Dennis is going to see the ranked team getting points at home and say, oh, I have to fire that. So, we're going to need the Badgers, and it's going to suck. We're probably going to lose first half and full. But I'm being too negative here. So, we're going to get to some picks. Kyle, give <laughs> us a pick. God, dude, you sound so. You, you sound like me on Sunday when I was 0 and 4, knowing I had 0 and 5 pending. Well, you know, when you go 2 7 and 1 in the contest in two weeks, yeah, feels like yeah. it's got you by the balls a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's funny. I, I was <clears throat> tempted to play tonight's game, Appalachian State plus five. But I, I kind of knew. I kind of knew our boy Denny would take care of it, so I didn't really have to worry about uh, posting a pick on it. So I'm glad I got the bedded and hopefully, uh, hopefully win. <laughs> but uh, I'm going with Miami. That's probably one of my favorite plays of the weekend. 4:30 on Saturday. Um, kind of similar viewpoints. NC stinks. Yeah, they do stink. Uh, NC State. They're ranked, I think, 18 having a decent year, but they haven't really beat anybody. They're not that impressive, in my opinion. Miami's two and four, getting three points. I, I just think the game's more even than people think. So I'm taking the points for the home dog. I don't think Chris is going to object to that, I hope. Um, second Love bet it. I got. Love it, father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's when you know it's a winner is when we're both mm-hmm. on something. Uh, second bet. I went back and forth on it. You know, the, I still have a big square bias in my brain, you know, just seeing Oregon getting points, but I just know better than that. Now UCLA is in desperate need of a win to keep pace. What people don't really understand in these, you know, Pac 12, big 12, you know, all this bullshit is there there's divisions in them. So UCLA needs a win to keep pace with, with Utah and Arizona State, Arizona State taking the L last week helps them out. So getting UCLA at minus two, essentially just need them to win. I love that play. Um, kind of moving moving on the wayside. I'm looking at, not sure if I'm going to bet them, but I'm looking at Ole Miss. I uh, just don't know how much LSU is going to really give a shit, knowing that their coach isn't going to be there. Haven't really – seen many players who don't love coach O. So that's kind of my hesitation. Do they go out and play for him or do they know when he's not coming back, just, you know, lay down for the rest of the season Uh, as well as Washington state firing their coach because he won't get the vaccine. Um, That guy was turning that program around and I'm going to take BYU. Uh, I'm going to, I just don't see how or why they're going to really care. Uh, I think there's just too much going on over there. So 
BYU road fave minus four, uh, kind of noon game Saturday on Fox. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Chris's Mormons on that one. And, uh, I, I think it's a good play just with everything that's out there. Do we talk about coach O a little bit? Some of these rumors that are coming that he would, he would let girlfriends come to practice. Yeah, he probably learned that at USC. <laughs> like, anyone <laughs> come to practice at USC? Yeah, it's I don't know. It's whatever to me. Just was it USC that had the homeless guy who like pretended to be on the team? Yeah, <laughs> oh <my God>. yeah. <laughs> just unbelievable. Like, what the hell is play, going like, on? Players know each other. Like, how, how do you not know that? Like, yeah. everybody knows the walk-ons too. It's it, because they're all cheering for them. They want them to get a scholarship. So it's it's baffling to me how that happened. Well, what most people don't know is that that homeless guy ended up start becoming our starting quarterback in the game too. <laughs> fight on, fight on Trojans. Oh my God! Well, we're, I, th- we're, I think you mean he started playing our outside linebacker and <laughs> giving up those holes. We will be Matt, touching. I, touch on, I think one co- yeah. the coaching thing that Kyle touched on in both his handicaps that I like is that you know for with LSU, you know. Everyone, I, I have never heard a player ever come out and say a negative thing about Coach O, right? Even when he was at USC as the interim, like everyone loves, loves Coach O. So I think, you know, players wanting to sort of send him out on a high point, that makes total sense um, for Coach O and how, why teams, you know, the players would get up. Uh, really interesting with the, with the Washington State one, because I think you have no idea. Well, I mean, that feels like an abandonment type of thing. Like it wasn't like they did, Washington just came in all of a sudden was like, Oh, you're fired because you don't have the vaccine. And it was like last minute notice. This guy knew that this was on the table for, you know, a long period of time. Like that feels more like an abandonment type type thing. And like, what do you do as a player where, you know, your coach abandoned completely different scenarios versus the coach O to this one. So I like, I like Kyle's handicap on both those sort of unique, very unique. Normally like a coach will get fired for poor performance or something like that. Um, this is neither one of those two things. So it's, it'll be interesting how it plays out, but I do lean with Kyle on both of those. Uh, what else do you have, Neil? Uh, we will touch on the Trojans a little bit later on in the show tonight. So stay tuned for that. We'll definitely hit USC Notre Dame, but Neil, what are you looking at? So I got two and the one, one's going to make my dad, Chris happy. The other one's going to make my dad, Chris sad, but I, <laughs> Hear me out on the second one. So the one that just stinks to me is how is an, uh, you know, an undefeated Wake Forest team is going into Army and it only has to lay three points like that reeks to me. I'm on Army in this one. Um, you know, if you dig into the numbers a little bit, I think you start you start to sort of pick up a little bit why like Wake Forest is 90th in f- college football and rushing yards allowed they just gave up 354 rushing yards to to Syracuse um and Army is a triple option team right so I I love Army in this spot I think the line stinks everyone including Den's going to be on the 6-0 16th ranked Deacon Demon Deacons and I could see Army just coming out and running the ball down their throat all game long and controlling this one Chris that that one Absolutely smells disgusting. That's funny because I just I just texted Matt a few minutes ago. I said, "Hey, we missed one. This one." And then uh, Neil mentions it. That's great. Yeah, it really does. I, you know, no, I, Chris, I was shocked that you didn't have one on, have one on there. So I'm glad that you caught it. You're on your game. 
Well done. Yeah, I saw that. I said, man, you know, because we were on wake. I think uh, Den was on wake against Syracuse. They couldn't pull it out. They were laying six. So we covered the, the six there when Syracuse only lost by three. So they've been squeaking out wins. They beat Louisville by three. They beat Syracuse by three. So here they come to uh, to Army, who's got back-to-back L's to Ball State and Wisconsin. So that and we mentioned how uh, how much we dislike Wisconsin. Yeah, interesting game. Nine a.m. start. We'll see if Denny picks that one out of the bunch on Saturday morning. He loves those ranked teams that are laying small numbers. That that he he lives on those. So okay, Neil, let's let's not disappoint Chris. All right, sorry, Dad. So Oklahoma State is going to Iowa. Oh, my God. Number eight, Oklahoma State. And somehow Oklahoma State is catching a touchdown. The undefeated Oklahoma State Sooners, who 10 years ago had a coach who turned 40, is (laughs) getting seven points against a 4-2 and Iowa State team. I love Oklahoma state in this situation. And this line, I get that in right. It could count contradicts the, the reasons for the last time, but I think there is so much unwarranted love for Iowa state that that's why this line, that's why this line is the way it is, right? Like Iowa state had, you know, lofty expectations that they were supposed to win the big 12. People thought that they were going to be, you know, a final four team um, like all this love still persists and has always persists for Brock Purdy and this Iowa state team. It's made me sick his entire career. I don't know why people still love this Iowa state team so much, but I think there's just so much love for Iowa state that it's contradicting the fact that this Oklahoma state Sooners program is just a very good program. Chris, let me have it. Yeah, Chris, you got it. I actually, I, mean... I actually love the fact like, so this is one game I was going to mention but I just had a feeling someone else was going to bring it up. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just really happy. Chris, take over, and then I'll chime in after. <laughs> no, it's it's unbelievable. I, I don't get This is probably the most mind-boggling line on the board, like Neil said. Like, how is this team? And I know, you know, if you look at Oak State, they, they should have lost to Texas last week. They got an epic pick six. Um, and, you know, they won that game. They <laughs> squeaked out a one-point win against Boise. They squeak out a five-point win against Tulsa. They barely squeak by Missouri State. But people look at that, can't always look at what they did. They're playing great. They beat Kansas State. They beat Baylor. They beat Texas. But this is just, I mean, we're seeing a lot of people thinking that OSU wins outright. And I think, I know you guys can back me on this, is it like 70%, 80% of the tickets on OSU? It is just a a mind fuck of a line. Yeah. And it, it, and it's funny. Like I probably agreed with Neil when I initially saw the line, I'm like, just kind of look, I'm like, Whoa, Oklahoma state plus seven. And then my brain goes, well, they've had a lot of big wins, you know, and I've been on Oklahoma state for a lot of the season, but I definitely lean Iowa state lane, the seven. And it, it's just because like, it's not your traditional stinky line. It's like, why? But weren't we in that spot a few weeks ago, Chris, where it was minus six and we laid that and that covered fairly easily. Uh, it's, it's just another one of those lines where a lot of people, and as you said, 70% of the bets, I wish we had Joe for, you know, his little money, money <laughs> side and could tell us, you know, yeah. how square or sharp, you know, it is, but it looks like sharp money is on Iowa state. 
doesn't mean it's a winner, but you know, it, it, you tend to want to be on that side more than others. Um, just a lean for me, but I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Saturday, you know, we can do some S words cause I'll be pretty drunk myself. Um, if anybody wants to gamble. It's a line, Chris, that smells worse than you after playing 36 and rolling around in the mud and not showering for three days. Like <laughs> when are you ever going to get a top 10 team getting seven points on the road against, and it's not like they're going to like Bama or Georgia, right? What the fuck is this line? What, how does Dennis approach a, a line like this? Yeah, I don't know. It's similar to the Baylor BYU last week. We saw Baylor laying six to a ranked, you know, unranked. And everyone's like, wow, why is the, the unranked team, you know, laying almost a touch? I think Baylor's probably a tad bit better than uh, Iowa State. But I don't know. Iowa State's, you could argue, like uh, Kmart said, maybe Oklahoma State's overachieving and Iowa State is underachieved. And Vegas is saying we'll, we'll be on the high side and make people take the points. So. Fascinating matchup and and really a crazy line. So we can't wait to see where Den comes in. I I have to believe he'll see the ranked team getting that many points and and be all over it. So we shall see. Be malleable, everyone. All right, on the other side of the break, let's get to some more smelly ones. There's quite a few this week, and then there's uh, there's lots of poop as well. So we'll come back after the break with the smelly line report and then the poop report. Okay, we covered a couple smelly ones already, but I know, Chris, you wanted to talk about Kansas State. So three and three, they've lost three in a row. They're on the road, but it's only, they're only plus one at Texas Tech, who's five and two. And this one caught your attention a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I see a lot of action on Texas Tech. Um, you know, everyone's seeing that. K-State's playing down. It just seems like a, a smelly line. You'd think Texas Tech would be laying three or four in this spot at least. Um, kind of reminds me of something like a Vikings and Panthers this last weekend where the shittier team, the two and three Vikings, go into the three and two Panthers and why are they laying the one? Um, and Vikings come out with it. So I can see that. I'm going to be on K-State. I don't know if Den will touch this one because it's um, you know, kind of – maybe in that spot where it's a little not much of a highlighted game, no ranks teams in it. And it's a noon game. He'll, he'll pick something else like OU at that time slot or something like that. So we'll see. For sure. And I don't want to get too far into the smelly line report without mentioning that just thank God Michigan state is on a bye this week. So we don't have to bet against them and <laughs> lose again. Cause God, Fucking you talk I mean, Jesus, they, you talk about teams that just do nothing but cover. I mean, they're the Dallas Cowboys of college football, right? Just covering every single week. Yeah, only laying three or four. Well, we yep. got them against Nebraska at least. But, yeah, last two weeks against Rutgers um, and Indiana. Oh, just lay the four. They win by five, win by ten, you know. Just baby road faves, and they keep coming through. So they got a big one next week. We'll We'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute. How about Air Force? You got – San Diego State, who's ranked 22, and they – this one was mentioned on last week's pod, Chris. You wanted San Jose State with the points. That game ends up going to overtime. So the Aztecs need overtime to get by pesky San Jose State, and now they're actually getting points on the road at unranked Air Force. What? This is one of those ones, like we just talked about a little bit, uh, people are going to see the 
the team, the Aztecs getting the points and, uh, air force is good. They've, they've been playing great this year. So, uh, I'd be inclined again, like Kmart's talked about how tough it is to go to Utah. You got to remember air force is in Colorado elevation. It's tough to go there. There's always a big advantage. Um, and, uh, take the air force here. Now this next one might not be on a lot of people's radars, but this is right in the Chris Duke wheelhouse. We have barely ranked number 24, seven and zero undefeated UTSA going on the road, playing scummy Louisiana tech. They're stumbling along at two and four and UTSA's land under a touchdown. Chris, how is it only six and a half? Yeah, I think you and I saw seven yesterday. It looks like mm-hmm. maybe the Sharps hit it down to six and a half. Um, follow the money. We love VSIN, Polly and Mitch. They mentioned that UTSA is one of those teams that's covering by an outrageous amount this year. Um, and so you'd think, well, they're covering at such a high rate. Why, why is it such a low number at lowly law tech? Um, 70 something percent of action on the road runners. Let's go Louisiana tech. And then this last one, we got to get Chris's thoughts first. And then we have to have Kmart weigh in on this one. Notre Dame, number 13, five and one. They're off their bye. They're at home against just the underachieving fucking USC who can't even win at home against Pac-12 teams like Utah and Oregon State. Now they're going to Notre Dame, big rivalry game. And they can't even catch seven here. This is another one that's just under seven at six and a half. Chris, no one in the world wants USC. And you would never bet USC in normal circumstances, but this is not normal circumstances. Give us your thoughts, and then we have to throw it to Kmart for some thoughts about this matchup. God, we love to fade USC in spots like against Utah. Kmart City was kind of on them, and I said, hey, I'll challenge you for an S." Cause I thought those they're vulnerable when they do that, but this is, you love this buy low spot with the Trojans. Everyone thinks they're down and out Notre Dame flying high home team. Why not SC? I mean, they maybe even sprinkle a little on the money line. See if we can get some, a nice return Saturday night. All right, Kyle, can they do it? I mean, preseason line was minus one. So that just shows like, you how going, far going falling. into the year. I was just like <laughs> going into the season. I'm like talking to my dad. And I'm just like, you know, I know it's not going to happen, but like the only games SC should potentially lose are Utah and Notre Dame and laugh out loud. They did lose to Utah, but they lost to Stanford and Oregon state at home before that. So I actually thought this line was going to be 10. So when I see that minus six and a half, I'm like, you know, I'm going to be at this game. I'm obviously going to be cheering really hard for USC, but I need something to prevent me from murdering any leprechauns that day. So I threw, I threw some money on minus six and a half in hopes that that line would go up a little bit and I can try to middle, but you know, drunk Kyle is going to put money line down on SC. Just, you know, have to four times a charm. Never seen them, you know, win in South Bend. So I'm, I'm hoping for that. I mean, I'm going with, with Jesus for crying out loud. So anything can happen. Um, Kyle, you say you've never seen them win in South Bend and you're, you're old. 
Yeah, not in per well, not in person. I've been there three times. Didn't go two years ago, so I haven't been in four years. And I mean, it, it's fun. I mean, you take a train, you eat, you drink. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. It's going to be a crazy weekend. But you know, both teams are coming off a bye. Uh, what's his name? Doke for Notre Dame is good, but they benched his his butt against V Tech in the first quarter. He ended up coming back in, leading him back. But they, I forget his name, but they got this kid who's I think is going to give SC some issues when they bring him in because SC it just they have no discipline on defense. Offensively, they're going to have to have a game. Um, it, the weather looks fine for once. It doesn't look like it's going to be super cold, so. I mean, anything can happen. It's a huge rivalry game with the Shalele, but I think SC is going to have their hands full. But I, I believe in miracles. Do you still have the picture from Vegas of that fat piece of shit <laughs> Notre Dame fan? Yeah, of course. Please, you have, <laughs> just tweet that on Saturday. Yeah, I might. <laughs> I'm just like depressed and flipping the guy off as he's because we, Nathan's pizza and hot dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the Trojans. You can't be with this guy. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah, we need to we need I to think see he that. ate a couple leprechauns. Yeah, at least. All right. So a lot of smelly ones. We touched on a couple before the break, some after the break. Let's get to some poop. Um you know we have the usual suspects, Chris. You know, you can talk about Kansas hosting Oklahoma and getting 38 and a half. You can talk about Vanderbilt getting 20 and a half at home to Mississippi state, but there is one of the usual suspects that one of the dads here already has action on Neil, take it away. So this goes back to sort of my uh, disdain this season for the Florida state Seminoles. The Florida State Seminoles this weekend will be hosting good old UMass, the Minutemen. The Minutemen are getting 35 and a half points. That's five touchdowns. In what world is, should Florida State this season be laying 35 points to anyone? I'm going to say that if I gathered up 21 other random guys and myself and put together a football team to go play Florida state, we could cover a 35 and a half spread, especially with with Kyle at wide receiver. No problem. (laughs) Like Florida state. Come on. Like I get, I, I I mean, UMass is coming up. Right. Let down spot, but no, come on. Florida state should not be laying 35 to anybody this season give me the Neil, i expect an s if florida state covers like i expect just like mexico style just anything just straight down the gullet i'll shame absolutely 35 cent shot tj shots <laughs> <laughs> i mean chris um, neil said it in what world in the world that fucking umass is umass i don't know <laughs> Who knows? They've got to win. Right. They got to win. You <laughs> We'll see if UMass is who we thought they were. But yeah, that is uh, that's a lot of points against a team that really isn't very good. So 
couple other ones here. Uh, Chris, a lot of people love Liberty. They love to bet Liberty. They love this quarterback. How about scummy, poopy, dog shit, North Texas, who's one in five, and they're catching 21 and a half at home against Liberty. Oh, man. And didn't North Texas just get freaking molly last week? Oh, man, that was uh, was bad. So how how do you as a better go to the window and uh, bet this mean green? They just got beat by 28 by Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Couple more. I mean, we got to talk about Michigan because they do have that big game next week at Michigan State. So is there a chance that they're minus 23 and a half at home against kind of just whatever Northwestern, any chance this is a look-ahead spot for the Wolverines? Oh, man, you know we like to find those spots uh, similar to Arizona with Houston looking ahead to Thursday night with Green Bay. Maybe it's something like that. Yeah, I'd be inclined. Northwestern always seems to play down and, and up to their competition, so it'd be nice to see uh, see them play Michigan tough. It's another team that's uh, – likes to cover this year oh yeah two more if you want to step in front of a train and lose your life you might look at navy at home getting 27 and a half against number two they're all the way up to number two cincinnati do they let down ever man since he's kind of like coastal huh they just uh never let off the gas but yeah, Navy. Oh man! And everyone thought Navy might get better after fi- firing their OC. Uh, they got killed by. Well, they actually hung in uh, against SMU, and then they got destroyed by Memphis last week. Um, yeah, you'd have to. This is one of those I might, just like I did the other the other week, two weeks ago. Took New Mexico and New Mexico State live on the pod. I'm gonna go book Navy right now. It's that poopy. Here you go, Chris. How about how I smell a parlay? How about? Army, Navy against the spread, USC money line. There you go. How's that one going to pay out? <laughs> and didn't <laughs> didn't we have uh, one more uh, smelly? Was it another uh, armed forces team that we, me and you? Oh, Air out? Force. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the, the, the military parlay. I love yeah, it. There oh, you go. Oh, it's no, it's UNLV and San Jose State. That line looks oh. like it's 0 and 6 UNLV hosting San Jose State, who just went toe to toe with the Aztecs, and they're only laying four on the road to lowly UNLV. <laughs> oh, that's that's worth a look as well. The last one, and Kyle, I want to get your take on this one. I mean, man, Arizona just are in some kind of bad way right now. Washington has been pretty disappointing at two and four, but they're minus 18 at Arizona who just sucks such a big dick. Can, can the wildcats actually cover a spread? Uh, I'd have to check and see if it's homecoming, but other than that, if it's homecoming, I mean, you got to take the points. If not, you just gotta, gotta just look at the next slate of games, but (laughs) Both, I mean, Arizona was expected to be bad. Washington, very down year. I mean, I think I said on our college preview, seeing Washington ranked at 25 made me, like, question a lot of things. And who's in charge of this? Because that, to me, was absolutely ludicrous. But 
Yeah, I mean, 18 points in a conference game, they should be able to handle that. I mean, everyone's going to keep looking at the NAU game. But, you know, they jumped out 10, 13, nothing, looked like they were going to run away with it. And they're just not good enough. They got complacent. I don't really know. But, yeah, I mean, you got to lean with taking those points. I mean, this guy's got to have some pride and stand up and actually put up a fight in a conference game at some point. Yeah. We don't want to get out of here without mentioning this one, Chris. Uh, this isn't smelly. This isn't poopy. This is just a really fucking good game. Uh, you got Fresno laying three to Nevada. Massive, massive game in the Mountain West. Um, I mean, this is just going to be awesome. You got two NFL quarterbacks in Hayner and Strong. And you got any thoughts on this one? That's one that's kind of a. Uh off the radar i have to look at that one but yeah like you said it's fun not great quarterback play you always like to see the mountain west go at it they always play tough uh, i'm interested to see because we saw you know fresno have that little slip up in hawaii so we'll see if they can and then they they played pretty decent at wyoming so we'll see if they can uh how they handle nevada kyle i feel like you you typically like games like this and the way that you can bet this is, you know, either team can win this game. This is one where if you like, if you like Nevada, just take them on the money line. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's usually what I do in a low spread game. Just take, take the big out. And I mean, I, I, you know, there's guys like Chris and some other guys we talked to who always say, you know, sprinkle it. But I mean, I learned, I learned from Neil. We're, we're here to make money. Like just lay it out. It's, it's not like it's, it's not like it's a 10 point dog. Just put it on the money line. And if you lose, you lose. Cause in words of our boy, Kevin, how, how many times does the spread actually come into effect when it's that marginal? But when you're on the losing side of it on a bet, yeah, it sucks. And you think, oh, why didn't I do that? But in the long run, I don't think it matters. For sure. When it's a field goal or less, yeah, man, take the wolf pack. This is uh, Fresno might blow it. This is what they do. I went there for two years, graduated, saw them blow games like this. But uh, in terms of poop, if your team fade Den, we were down 14 nothing to start the pot. These Appalachian State fuckers scored onside kicks, scored again. We got a tie game, folks. Don't give up on poop, folks. Hold the Let's face. go. <laughs> yeah, we after first quarter losing 14 nothing. We could use first half to cancel that, and then maybe we'll get full. So Matt, real quick, one last comment just to piggyback on what Kyle said. I think, and that what Kyle said is true, but that's very much a college football type mantra right where you have a team yeah. that's supposed to be in a pick them where you're gonna like you'll say give me the money line right we are nfl that's a completely different story i don't think we would talk about that if it was an nfl line but in college where you have so much more variance yeah. you know it it serves you well to just bet money line it's why you'll never talk you if you hear anyone ever talk about a teaser in college you just shut them off because mm-hmm. that's not something you do um but that's a what kyle said is a very college type thing to do where you have right. plus and you just well, take Neil. money line versus – yeah. I mean, I learned that from you with You're college right. basketball, so it makes sense. Right. Oh, for sure, college basketball too. But, Neil, you're right. But, like, Matt pointed out it was one week a couple of weeks ago, 
I think Matt was like, yeah, like six or seven dogs covered and they all won outright, whether they were two or three or even up to seven. So it's interesting. Like Kyle said, fuck, if you think, because oftentimes if you're taking the dog at a four point dog, you probably think they're going to be in the fight, right? They can probably win the game. So I know Kyle says I sprinkle, but Hey, you know, if you put a half unit and they cover and money line, boom, you just, just doubled up pretty good. So. And Neil, it's a great point about the variance in college too. And this definitely applies to college basketball, which we're going to see get started here in just a couple of weeks. So um, a few weeks from now, when that starts, we'll, we'll have to add some college hoops to our, our Wednesday college previews for sure. So good show guys. Uh, Kmart have a great time up there in uh, with the leprechauns, man. Yeah. Sorry. No one will be able to see uh, which losers I picked for the NFL, but stay tuned for, for that special tweet. And definitely fade them because i'm going for else <laughs> for our uh, yeah for our friday show you'll have to just let us know what the plan is to arrive at your five for the contest and then we can at least right. share that with everybody okay so all right chris before we get out of here just remind people what happens when you you bet on poop like we touched on them kansas vanderbilt and god forbid neil's umass Minutemen. you just gotta hold your nose because it's gonna get stinky folks yeah 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 yeah, yeah. is fade you